0: found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg
1: good afternoon everybody and welcome in as we start another week here it's the ken miller show trent Condon and myself with you for the next couple of hours recapping just an amazing weekend in the world of sports we are here until 2 o'clock, and well-guested at that. Coming up in about 15 minutes, or we'll probably closer to 20, Scott Dockerman of The Athletic will recap the Iowa-Wisconsin game. We'll do a lot on that in the program. Uh, a guy, uh, Trent, and Matt Rudy, who I've had on the radio uh, on various stations and shows dating back to 1999, uh, and I, he's one of my favorite guests. I've never been so looking forward to talking to Matt Rudy as I am today. We will recap just... Amazing theater. Mm, yes. It's just amazing sports is what we saw out of Tiger Woods yesterday. Um, and if there's any doubt, uh, what he does for the game of golf and how he moves the needle. Uh, just uh, just looking at walking up 18. I had tears in my eyes. I'll be real honest with you and our audience. I was sitting in my living room. And I don't ever remember watching golf in September to begin with. Right, like right. Ever. Like ever. Maybe a Ryder Cup hole, but I don't even think I did that because <laughs> it's football season. Yes. But this was, I,
2: I couldn't not turn to Channel 13. It was perfect as I was in the airplane coming home. So you got it on Southwest. I
1: got it on Southwest. Is there any other airline to fly, Trent
2: Cotton? No, my first experience was Southwest, and it will not be my last. It's great. They're great. I'm a big fan. The guy next to me uh-huh. on his uh, iPad, he was watching the golf. So I go to the football, yeah, and then if I see, I look over at him. All right, see, Tiger. shots No, come. no, I don't want anyone watching my iPad, Trent. Oh, well, he was across the alley. He was at. Oh, row he up. was across. And so you had an aisle he seat. He was across, and he was up. Yeah. Oh, then you're good. Yeah. So he couldn't even tell I was. I was over. I was looking over okay. his shoulder. So all right, Tiger's back up. I'll flip back over on my device. Back uh-huh. over to that football takes a back seat rarely mm, it does on a Sunday, but it certainly was the case yesterday. Tiger, no. the theater was incredible. It was. And, uh, yeah, the emotions coming back Mm -hmm. of of him, what he means to the game, What he means
1: to his peers on the tour, thanking him for, I think it might have been, it was either Snedeker or, um, oh my God, the guy's name escapes me. He's a good player. He's not in the Ryder Cup. Finished second in the golf tournament. Um, Oh, uh, Horschel. Horschel, Billy Horschel, thank you. Um, It was either Snedeker or Horschel just thanking Tiger, congratulating him but thanking him on behalf of
2: the game, on behalf of the fans, and everything you have done for our tour. So think of it this way. The last two days, Saturday and Sunday, he was matched up with Justin Rose on Saturday, mm-hmm. who we saw gets the $10 million check the at FedEx, the end of it. Yep. How uncomfortable was that? Incredibly. But right. you had that going on. Toe to toe, Tiger beat him. Yep. Yesterday you got Rory. Mm-hmm. And these guys, to think the tiger still doesn't matter, or they're still not that intimidation factor, just look at the two, last two rounds of the like guys it. that were playing at an incredibly high level. Yeah. We're not talking about guys that were struggling; these were guys playing towards the highest level mm-hmm. of the game. Tiger beat them. That beat intimidation is still there, no doubt. And you know what else he beat? And I don't know if you beat
1: football head to head, but they put up record numbers. Saturday's round was up 187%, and yesterday I think they did a 4.2, and you're putting that up against an NFL Sunday. That is just remarkable. But we'll do more with Matt Rudy coming up. Dylan Montz, 110. Uh, Matt Campbell's teleconference, I believe, has just wrapped up, so we'll get the latest, see if there's any news there. I did see one nugget come out of it, and it was Dylan who tweeted it uh, that apparently Matt Campbell must have said at some point during the teleconference that Kyle Kempt will be back sooner rather than later um, so we'll talk to uh, Dylan about that and you know what that means. Because uh, I still think Zeb Nolan's got to be the guy, but uh, we'll see about that. Nick Athens going to join us as the team to beat, safe to say, in the AFC. I mean, New England's lost two in a row, and I know we've counted the Patriots out before.
2: Trent, it's different this time. It's it different. It does. It feels that way. The, the only thing holding back from it is it's the Patriots. Mm-hmm. If this was any other team looking this way, like, well, I'll cross them off. But it is the Patriots, so and we've seen it before. Yes, yeah, they they do. They built that benefit for the doubt that they can have. But but this is back to back double digit losses, and they look slow. Yes, and they look lethargic. And they looked old, old.
1: At least the QB and some right. of the other guys. The linebackers look slow. Josh Gordon's going to come in, and they need him, Trent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has no playmakers. He meaning he meeting Brady. I mean, you doubled Gronkowski, and hats off to Matt Patricia because yes. he had a plan for the tight end that he saw so many times, um, you know, in practice. And um, and Matt Patricia had a plan how to stop Rob Gronkowski, and his Lions did that last night. A guy that he almost had. That's a crazy story. Yeah. I think it was Chris Morton said, "Good for him, right for um, for breaking that yesterday morning, or at least shedding some light, because the rumors were out there, and there was no corroborating." Um, stories at least to go along with it. Yeah, we did. Until yesterday was really the first time that we'd seen anything definitive on that. And Gronkowski said, look, I wouldn't have gone. Brady's my quarterback. <laughs> right. Plain and
2: simple. It's a little bit different, though, when you're told you are going to go and here's your $10 million paycheck. Sure. And Although you show
1: I think up in to. I, mean, I think he's, what's the wrestler? Uh, the Rock. I think he's the rock and waiting. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's going to the big screen. <laughs> he's going to be a movie star? I, I think so. I'm assuming he can string a sentence together. Yeah. Well, might be a stretch. Well, that's yeah, but the jury's still out on that. But <laughs> right. uh, he'll certainly, um, I think he'll make the transition. Yes, anyways. yes. Uh, and then, Bob, Trent, and I will go around college football. So let's go to college football uh, as we, you know, spend any time on it. And we have to start at Kinnick Stadium, where I felt bad for the Hawkeye fan base, Trent, because here's what here's how I take my my takeaway on it is, it just feels, you know, to to use the Dennis Green line. The, the Badgers are who we thought they are, and we, I'll use that, mm-hmm. uh, and we let them off the hook. Yeah. Um, Iowa felt, at least to me,
2: that they let the Badgers off the hook. This isn't sour grapes. This isn't, I saw a game wrong. I think the better team didn't win the football game. Now, that happens quite a bit. Mm-hmm. In sports, not just football, in right. sports. It happens. Iowa, offensively, they figured it out. Mm-hmm. They knew what they had to do. They well, were the running backs back, and that's key. They were incredibly effective running the ball. I thought Torn Young maybe should have saw a little bit more time, but there's little moments that you can point to throughout the game that things can happen. The defense, though, though it was very good at times, still needed to get one stop to win the football mm-hmm. game. They didn't do it. Uh-huh. Offensively, you need a complete one throw. Nate Stanley was very good throughout the Except game. Except the throw to Hawkinson when it counted. One throw. And he made a couple of plays yes. to Hawkinson in that football game that I shouldn't
1: minimize. When right. Because, you know, that was the one play, though, Trent. Unfortunately, that's the one we
2: remember is the what could have been. You make one play, mm-hmm. you win the game. Mm-hmm. You don't fumble at midfield near mm-hmm. the end of the half. Or at the 10 with the mm-hmm. ball bouncing off Sean Byerswood. Or fair catch at the 3 special teams. You can point to each area of the game top to bottom bottom roster wise though. This Iowa football team is really good. Yeah, They're- and I
1: feel bad for Gronawig because he and Bay are gonna be the two guys with the goat horns. And mm-hmm. I like Gronawig's game. I think yeah. after week one I mentioned him at some point on the program. The watch who's this guy, because he caught my attention and he's caught my attention every week subsequently. Uh I felt bad for him. He hit the Guy's hip is he's running out of bounds. He's trying to get a couple extra yards there. I agree. The fair catch at the three. You don't want him to do that. Um and, and Byers just I mean, I don't know how maybe no one was screaming, whatever the you know, their their word is, their fire, fire, fire,
2: or whatever mm-hmm. it is to get away. Um he just didn't hear it. Yeah. And maybe that's on Gronawig. A lot of times it's the returner that's supposed to do it or or one of the gunners, whoever it is. Because he doesn't have eyes in the back of his head. Right, and he's out there making a play. Now, that one too, and there were other guys around. That was the other part. There mm-hmm. were other guys that were there that finally gave up earlier. But... Well,
1: Trent, because I thought the whistle was going to blow any second. Yes, I thought we were at yeah. the
2: point where the ball is dead. It, it was incredibly close to that. There's a couple of spots that I, I know people are looking at. Look, Iowa had it all there. Night mm-hmm. net game, Kinnick Stadium, mm-hmm. juiced up crowd. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible environment. They're just a play short. They're yeah. a play short, but that seemingly has been the case for a while now against Wisconsin. And until they prove it, it can really turn out on the right side of the scoreboard. It's Wisconsin's division. It is. And everything that they have built, gotta give credit to them. You do. You know what else you gotta give credit to?
1: And I we kid it a lot. I mean, i not kidding, teased, tease, but you know, the Peyton Manning passing <laughs> camp thing that was a talker, at least from my chair. Um, Brook looked really good.
2: He made throws. He did, didn't he? he they were, I don't know
1: if he can play any better, Trent. I'll right. say that. Yes,
2: he played at the highest level, and, and I think the questions now for Iowa going forward, those defensive backs, those cornerbacks that we saw tackle so well against Iowa mm-hmm. State and play at a high level, in coverage there's still some work to be done. This is not an incredibly talented Wisconsin team on the outside. Yeah, that's for sure. And they were making plays. Yep. So, with Penn State still on the schedule, with the other teams that are out there, Purdue, you know, with the playmakers that they have on the outside, you're going to have to step up in a big way. The cornerbacks have to get better if Iowa still has a special season. And I still think this team can. I still think they can be 10 and 2. They can have a special year. So you've got them picking off a Penn State. Pers- well, and maybe that's the only loss. Maybe that's loss. the other loss? Or one other. Four of the next five are on the mm-hmm. road. And with the bye week this week, and then I'll look forward. Maybe they can get Penn State, but another loss in there. Regardless of that, the West isn't lost, but it is a tall hill to climb. You run the table. Wisconsin's got to lose twice. You lose once, they have to lose three times. I just don't see that happening. Three losses out no, of the I Badgers. Don't
1: think so they've got who, who have they got? They've got Miss, Mich- Miss Michigan and Penn State. Right? Yep. Are Mi- there Are there two big crossovers? Big crossovers. Right. Their other one is um, it's well, it's Rutgers. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They've got to play Illinois, as we know, Nebraska. They're on a bye week. They come back home to Nebraska at Michigan, home to Illinois at Northwestern, uh, who's had some news of their own today, not good news for them. Home to Rutgers at Penn State at Purdue. Purdue got off the map. They did. And then Minnesota for the Axe. Hmm. Worst case scenario, they lose three. I don't. I don't see that happening. No, I don't either. Uh, Mentioned the news on Northwestern. Uh, Jeremy Larkin, the running back, mm-hmm. is uh, due to a medical issue, has been forced to walk away from the game of football. This was a pretty talented wow. sophomore, Trent. Um, so, look at the the Big Ten West. We talked all last week that I don't think we were overhyping, yep. calling it the game of the year in the West, and it's what it was. There's nobody else in the West that has a pulse. Nobody with a shot. Purdue, Purdue looked good. Purdue looked good. I give them that because they needed three. to win. They they had to win that yes. game. Yeah. Uh, because there's been some spots where they got to feel like, uh, boy, um, you know, they they shouldn't have been zero and three, but you're, you are what your record says they were. But they beat a good Boston College team. Look, Wisconsin's going to march. Yep. They're, they're going to um, go
2: ahead and crown them. <laughs> See them in Indianapolis. See them in Indianapolis. Whoever shows up on the other were. side, that's what we're going to get. Be it Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, whoever you like. Uh huh. It'll be Wisconsin there on the other side. I, I think so too. Uh, what else from college football caught you? I mean, Nebraska
1: was. I mean, is is this rock bottom? I almost want to get. I don't want to. I shouldn't say that. I love Sipple. I just want. I like our audience a lot. It yeah, seems yeah. like you know we struggled to keep them on Thursday at one fifteen to begin with. Well, now we can have some fun with. Sip. So uh, you think Hawkeye fans will be probably more willing to listen in because it's. Uh, you know it's that car wreck on the side of the road that they want
2: to watch. Well, and you I know, gotcha. you know, I like to give uh, SIP a hard time you from time to him. time. Yeah, I, I do, and I, I love SIP, but I also love doing that with him because he gets a little. Oh. It, it's fun. It, it's fun. I think it'll be fun having him on. And it's a long rebuild. Ooh, they they're awful. They look terrible. They did. They're awful. We're now looking forward. They have Purdue this week. Mm. After what you saw Saturday, mm-hmm. they're, not no, they're not beating Purdue.
1: They're not beating Purdue. They're not winning at Wisconsin. Let me get the schedule.
2: After <laughs> that, on the road to the Badgers, now they're where not are winning. You finding
1: Cambridge. this, you've got it to,
2: to be okay. Uh, we've got at Wisconsin, you're right? Yep. At Northwestern, mm, maybe. And then maybe Minnesota. Mm. Probably not. Winfield is out for the year too. Now, Ooh, that's a I didn't see that. Oh, He's out for the year. That's a big blow for them.
1: So that's two playmakers. Well, if they don't both sides of the ball.
2: If they don't beat the Gophers after a bye week, they go to Ohio State. Uh no. They get Illinois at home November tenth.
1: That might be the best chance for the home base to see a win in Lincoln this year. One in ten. Think about what I just oh no, they've got that makeup game. Who did they bring in? Ah, uh... Robert Moore. <laughs> no, it's it's uh they just announced it's gonna be on the twenty seventh. It's um, it's it's odd. That's an awful program. Liberty pasted them. Oh no! No, they did. Liberty p, speaking of Liberty, um, well, in a roundabout way. How about Old Dominion Votek? Trent, honestly, a couple of things that happened that I've never done before. I had, I watched golf on Sunday for the first time in September, and I went to Wikipedia because I had no idea where Old Dominion was. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. Now, what state is that in?
2: I don't know. My wife asked me that. Was Ron Talley came from there,
1: didn't he? I don't know. I think he yeah, did. Yeah, I think yes. he did, too. But I still didn't look where he came from. Um, <laughs> but it's in Norfolk, Virginia.
2: Right? Yeah, it is. 0-3. Oh, 0-3 oh, going into that I game. I know. Could have got that at a pretty price on the money line. I saw that at some point. 30-1 yeah. or something like yeah. that. 27-1, something crazy like that. And I didn't fire at it.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> uh, how was your weekend?
2: It was awful. Uh, in terms of betting, awful. We had we had a rough run. Did you? Uh, of course, had Iowa mm-hmm. and the money line. Yeah, and the
1: under. And the under, which looked like Trent. I turned the TV off. Actually, not turn it off. I went. Uh, I went to the Pac-12. I didn't know. I didn't know till Sunday morning when I got up that Wisconsin scored late.
2: Unbelievable! I thought the game was over. So burned that ticket up. I had a run Saturday, uh, starting Friday night after the Illinois collapse in the fourth quarter to Penn State. They were starting home free. there. Oh yeah. Right. I count my money. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. Mm-mm. Not till the final uh, tick goes off. I lost nine consecutive college football bets. Nine in a row. Straight up. Mm. The 11 o'clock, 9 o'clock a.m. Pacific time slate wasn't good. 2.30 it continued. But isn't
1: it? watching sports in the Pacific time zone, it doesn't get any better than that. Saturday morning, first kick, 9 a.m. Sunday, 10 a.m. Monday night football, five thirty.
2: I mean, it's perfect, perfect unless you're partying a little too much, and then that wake up call on seven a.m. My alarm went off, and I, I had to get up to make my bets on Saturday. You
1: couldn't make them on Friday night. I could have, but, but you weren't ready. Nah, I
2: yeah, I, I had to, you know, get those terrible eight in a row losses after Friday night. Well, I was going to ask you who you like tonight,
1: but maybe I, maybe we still should, yeah, and just yeah. uh, you know, go the other
2: way. Maybe uh, uh
1: Real quick on Iowa State, it, the game felt. Not weird. It just was... And this is no offense to I me. Mean, look at Iowa State. What they did, the, the pregame, Trent, they had Spain's flag was flying through at uh, tailgates all over Jack Trice and the surrounding lots. They did, and to no surprise, I, Iowa State did a f- remarkable job in an awful, awful situation. Mm-hmm. Matt Campbell wearing an Iowa State golf hat yeah. you know, on the sidelines and during the interviews. But the game just like... It was kind of, is secondary the right way to put it? I think so. Most people's mind were, yeah, we want to watch this game, but at the same time, in the back of their minds, they're thinking about the tragedy, and it just felt different it, it's, watching it.
2: It's odd. It just an eerie kind of feeling that's sitting there, and we have 60,000 plus sitting here in the stadium cheering a football game, but it's really not important, mm-hmm. and that did linger, and I had to ask to get it on one of the TVs at the sports book. and what's going on here? Just lethargic, you know, yeah. football-wise, an odd circumstance, uh-huh. and well, of course, we hope that we never see anything like that again, but just a weird football game. It's hard to read a whole lot into what went on there. Yeah, you can say the same for the entire season, quite honestly. Yeah. I mean, just the way it
1: started with the um, you know, with the, with the postponement, and, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Well, Big Ten play, Big Ten, Big 12 play coming up, and they go on the road back-to-back back weeks now. TCU is the first off. Look, Texas, Trent, I don't want to say both Texas and Tiger are back. <laughs> uh, we know Tiger's back. I think Texas is certainly trending in that direction. Tra- I'll be honest. I
2: thought TCU would get them. Well, it looked like they were home free early. It did. They were going to cruise and then in. And TCU hits the third quarter again. Yes, yeah. Third quarter. Stay away <laughs> it's from that. not been good to them. Patterson's got to say something different in the locker room, right. apparently, because it did not go well there. Just uh, overall, a weird state of football. We'll get into the NFL later. Oof.
1: How many survivor <laughs> pools? Knocked uh, players in survivor pools were knocked out with the
2: bills yesterday, and I don't know how many were left after week one with the uh uh, Tampa Bay New Orleans, right? right? Yeah, a lot of people were knocked out there. If you're Mm -hmm. still alive, and if you survive that one, for sure the bills took you out yesterday. You're done, you're done, and somebody silly probably won it. Yeah, but there can't be too many people alive, right? Florence in accounting, she'll take the money. (laughs) Well, she (laughs) wins all
1: the time. She does. Scott Dockerman, we're going to win next. We're going to talk to Doc from the athletic, Matt Rudy Golf Digest. Uh, 12.45. The Ryder Cup is this week.
2: It's like in the middle of the night. It's like 2 a.m. or 2 something. 2 a.m. Yeah.
1: I think it's 2 a.m. Um, Are you so, getting up for that? No. No, 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 no. Uh, but I watch golf for the first time in September ever. So maybe, maybe I will. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back with uh, Scott Darkerman, Dylan Montz uh, covers Iowa State. He's here at about 110. Trent and I are here until 2. Glad you're with us as we kick off a week here on the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Hey,
3: it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons
1: on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom!
2: Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional, trained, and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type.
0: The type that will walk from life-changing research. And stop at nothing.
2: Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type one into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workout.
4: touchdown don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car broke down instead call an audible by calling absolute auto repair where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop at absolute auto repair in urbindale we get that when your car breaks down your life is interrupted
5: that's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving absolute auto repair in urbindale on hickman road near cobblestone theater google absolute auto repair urbindale absolute auto repair is a proud supporter of high school football touchdown absolute
0: auto repair it's not too late to rent the heritage carousel for your late summer or fall outing this is a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party ends we've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners the heritage carousel is owned and operated by the des moines carousel
6: foundation and is a not-for-profit organization if you would like to have your next event at the heritage carousel go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel
0: all right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Huge bus. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
1: All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2 Matt Rudy recaps the Tour Championship and previews uh, the Ryder Cup from Golf Digest coming up here at about 12.45 or thereabouts right now from The Athletic. He is Scott Dockerman. He joins us. The Hawks are off this week. Doc Trenton, Ken, how are you?
6: Hey, good. How are you guys?
1: Doing pretty well. Take us into the the press conferences after the game. And, um, you know, I'm sure everybody was down in the dumps. Was the, I guess, overwhelming... Feelings, Doc. That uh, you know the players, coaching staff, um, kind of feel that you know, they they let Wisconsin off the hook in some ways. Was that kind of how it came across? Uh,
6: they, they, I would say they were a little bit frustrated because they know that there were plays they left out on the field, and uh, they, you know, they played hard. Um, you know, they put themselves in position to win, but then there were. Um, obvious lapses and I think all three units you know at least the, the players on each one you know that I talked to were all in pretty much agreement that there was something offense could have done better something defense could have done better and something special teams obviously could have done better and I think that's kind of what the general mood was that you know they weren't you know I've seen after this game and, and other games where you know you've had teams players move to tears or anything like that I haven't seen it I didn't see anything like that I think they're Frustrated. I think they know they're a pretty good team. That's what the general mood was. But it was also like, yeah, they got some work to do. They've got some mistakes to correct. And next time, you know, they're in that position. I think they feel like they can solve them and 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 be a better team because of it.
2: You know, after a game like this, you normally worry about a letdown, and I think that certainly would be the case. But they do have the bye week coming up this week before Minnesota on deck next. Bye week come at a good time, you think, for this group and a chance to. Kind of reset things and get ready for this uh, stretch with four out of the next five on the road?
6: It's for the best because of who they played. Um, Wisconsin is such a physical team Mm -hmm. and it takes such a toll on the players. Sometimes it takes, you know, opponents and, you know, and whether it's Iowa or whoever they play, it takes a couple of days to recover. Um, And Iowa's kind of the same way with Wisconsin, who also has a bye. So um, it's just such a physical game and I think that's good for them. as far as uh, mentally, I don't know. I mean, I think they, they know what the schedule is, so sometimes you gear yourself emotionally you know, towards that, but I didn't see anything that would suggest to me that you know, they'd have a real mental letdown if they were playing, say, Minnesota this week instead of next week. Mm. Uh,
1: the, uh, was there any update on Hankins? And I'll tell you who caught my eye when he was in there, Doc. Julius Brents, who's a, you know, a big corner to begin with, a young corner as well, um, I liked him when he came into the game, and uh, what, what? So what's uh, going forward by week again at, at a good time? Uh, but is Hankins' injury severe? And if so, uh, will Brents perhaps uh, be the guy that uh, gets inserted to take his place?
6: After the game, Ferentz said that uh, you know he thinks he'll be fine. That there was really nothing there as far as the future goes with Hankins. So I would assume that you know I'll take him at his word right now. I mean, who knows what will happen in a. Tomorrow or other days when we do get a little bit more um, word from from Kirk Ferentz, but I will say this: that Julius Brent, you know, he's the first four-star you know in the secondary they've been able to recruit and snag, mm-hmm. you know, since two thousand seven. So uh, you know, he's got everything you want in that pos- position player like that. I mean, he's about six two, he's one eighty, really long, very quick, um, you know, and, and he, so he possesses all the skill sets that you'd want. Um, you know, he's moved up the ladder very quickly past, uh, you know, so many different players to get to be the number three corner. Um, I don't know if, you know, I mean, I, I think Hankins is good enough that I don't know that you want to remove him. But, you know, Brents is good enough to get on the field. So I, I don't know if that means, you know, they, they potentially look at him compared to Ojemudia or if he's just the number three for now. Uh, but he's, he's definitely proven that he's, he can play, that's for sure.
2: Cornerbacks uh, certainly got a test, and there's going to be bigger tests going forward uh, with some wide receivers that they're going to see. It looked like Iowa continued to evolve offensively against that three man front. Saw them uh, go straight up a couple of times in the blocking scheme. Found some wiggle in there. There's one offensive play, though, that was left on the field the throw to TJ Hawkinson. And that connects. I, I think we're having a different conversation today. There's a lot of those p- parts out there, but Stanley outside of that one throw how would you rate his play from saturday night
6: i'd rate it really good i mean i think he was you know i would give him an a i thought he was, i thought he was he, you know he handled himself well he was in control of the of the field he was uh you know he made almost every pass there was the one that he missed but you know he made a lot of other ones i mean and tj Hawkins had made a really big one mm-hmm. so i don't think he did anything wrong you know necessarily and sometimes quarterbacks this on passes you're not perfect but you know I mean to me what where I really draw the line and this is what I wrote on Sunday is when Iowa was at midfield second and five six minutes to go and yep. they had a at a lead. run the ball yep. I mean they had gouged them all game long this is something that we hadn't seen in a long time where Iowa on offense was way more physical than Wisconsin defense and um uh, you know, sometimes they got too cute on offense. Sometimes, you know, the jet sweeps worked last week for, for BYU. Well, they're accustomed to that. You know, get away from that. You know, the, the sweep right, to, to Ivory Kelly Martin. Now, that was a Ryan Connolly making a superhuman play. I He's mean,
1: unbelievable,
6: yep. Yeah. You know, all-American type play. Yep. But that said, run right, Adam, that's what's been working the best. And I think they got away from it. Uh, they tried to move the ball down the field a little bit more. You know, if this was a team that was – You know, let's say in past years where they're averaging two, two and a half yards a carry against Wisconsin. Okay, I can kind of see the the, the, the logic, and you've got to get some more points and maybe get the ball in the air. But but when you're running for 4.8 yards per carry, you know, keep hammering at them because that's what worked all game long.
1: Doc, the uh, the Big Ten West overall certainly seems. Now we see that uh, Larkin's out for I mean, he's forever. He's no longer going to play football. Northwestern, Rodney Smith on one side of the football for Minnesota. Um, uh, he's now he's gone. Winfield on the other side of the ball for Minnesota. He's out. Purdue kind of seemed to get off the mat a little bit, but when you handicap the Big Ten West and what's left of it, Nebraska is a complete dumpster fire right now. Illinois is not much better. Boy, oh, boy, just, it just goes back to, you know, kind of emphasizing what we talked how just the stakes were just so darn important after, you know, our, our last Saturday. So what's left, Doc, is can you find a path for Iowa to, I mean, they got to run the table, and you know, Michigan looked a whole lot better, but again, they beat a god-awful Nebraska team. Can you, can you find a path to the top of the Big Ten West, or is that asking an
6: awful lot? I think if Iowa wins out, I think Iowa gets there. Uh, But that said, they have to win out. Um, I don't don't know that I'm as impressed with Wisconsin as maybe I was, you know, last year, certainly on defense Mm -hmm. or or in the past years. I don't think they're quite as good. I think they're vulnerable. So I think they can lose at Penn State, at Michigan, you know, maybe get beat somewhere else along the line. But, you know, that said, even if they lose two, Iowa has to run the table. Or, you know, they have to be one ahead because right now – You know, Wisconsin has that tiebreaker. So, can Iowa run the table? I mean, yeah, they could. They've got, you know, I think team for team, they match up well. Penn State will be a challenge, of course, on the road. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the other games will be favored to win. Um, There's some, you know, I think going to Purdue will be challenging. I think Maryland at home could be challenging just with the athletes aspect. But, You know, but they're going to have to win out to do it, and I'm not there. I I think Iowa has a has a slip up in them. That said, 10 and two at the end of the year, I don't think anybody should be crying too hard about that.
2: No, 10 and two. I think everybody, most everybody, would have signed up for that before the season. Doc, Wisconsin, they get it done again. Look at the talent on the teams. I, I think it's very close. So, what's the remaining hurdle for Iowa? What what's What's next to overcome Wisconsin and be the team in the Big Ten West? Because there's going to be a lot of talent on this Iowa team next season. They look to be a team that is built for the future. How do they overcome the Badgers in the next year or two?
6: All they have to do is just not make any stupid mistakes. And and really, you look at you know the the critical errors that were made on special teams. And Iowa has first full time special teams coach, hmm. and uh, they made some critical errors. I mean. It, you know, the, the one that, you know, stands out as the worst, obviously, was when Sean Byers foot hit that football. But I blame the kick returner on that. Yeah. You know, he's the one that could see the ball. Everybody else is blocking for him, everyone's back is to the ball. They don't know where it is. So to me, the senior kick returner needs to be the one yelling whatever word it is, Peter or, get, or help or get away or whatever the, the word of the day is, and make sure everybody gets away from it. And that's, you know, because that, that was a touchdown. You know, and if Iowa and Iowa took the next series and went up the field and scored, that's a win if you don't do anything stupid like that. So, I mean, as fundamentally sound as Iowa is, they need to just be sharper. You know, and Wisconsin was sharp. No turnovers. No dumb plays like that. They played up to their abilities. I think Iowa was the better team, but sometimes the better team doesn't win, especially when they make mistakes like that. And I think that's the one difference between Iowa and Wisconsin right now. Wisconsin doesn't make those critical errors, and – iowa did
1: doc who is the uh the 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 coach and i'm assuming it's a coach or video assistant that has been entrusted with getting in ference's ears uh in his headset and telling him you know this is a they got this wrong And i'm not talking about the spot early in the football game uh, that they did get wrong for sure but i think you only get one challenge and i think you keep your powder dry at that point i mean you could you know what it's like. You watch enough football that those challenges, even though they appear really clear to everybody that's watching, this, the, the ruling on the field stands as called. But the fumble where Epinesa clearly, clearly got to Hornibrook and got the ball out of his hands. Yes, it went forward, and I can understand why officials think that that was a forward pass. I don't think it was. I don't think anybody that has seen the gif believes that it was. Who is that coach That is our video assistant that is supposedly getting in Ferentz's ear, and did he at least, um, you know, tell Coach Ferentz that maybe you want to get the flag out of your pocket?
6: You know, that play really wasn't discussed after the game. Um, You know, there were other ones that were, you know, and and Kirk kind of gave an explanation on, you know, what what happened, because I think I I asked him about the spot, you know, more so than that place. You know, and then Wisconsin's last drive, where they were about a half yard short, And they still got the first down. And he told me that um, there's a person on the sideline that says, hey, we're reviewing it. And uh, he goes, you know what, you can call a timeout, make yourself feel better, but you lose a timeout because usually they don't come back and change it or anything. So, um, you know, so for that specific play, I'm not sure. You know, up in the the, uh, press box, I believe it's Kelvin Bell, um, maybe Seth Wallace. There's a couple. I mean, most of the coordinators are on the field. Um, you know, Ken O'Keefe's on the field. So I'm not really sure which one has his ear specifically on that. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I think that play should have been reviewed, if nothing else. I mean, yeah. it was a, a clear, you know, and that should have had to come from Kirk. That That's should have come true. from the, the re- replay yep. officials to say, you know, and maybe they say, hey, play stands is called or, or what have you. But, you know, I, I think if you're going to replay, as many plays as get, that get replayed, that one, is, you know, is a significant one that should have gotten looked at.
1: What are you doing on this bye week? You can be staying home all weekend.
6: No, I'm going to Nebraska. I'm covering Nebraska-Purdue. So, nice. Yeah, I'll get a chance to, what to did see you do the. Wrong? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so it's a bye week, but we got a lot of football in the region, tonight. and I can't think of a better way to spend a Saturday than uh, going to a football game. So, you know, maybe it's Scott Frost's first win, or maybe Purdue kind of. Builds on some of the momentum they, they took when they, uh, you know, upset Boston College and looked really good doing it. So they did. I'm anxious to see them because I'll be seeing both teams later on in the season. Well done.
1: Thank you, Scott Dockerman. We'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks, Doc.
6: All right. Have a good one, guys. Yeah,
1: you do the same. Scott Dockerman from the Athletics. So oh, uh, he will be sent over to Lincoln. Mm. Good luck mm. with that. His first win is the Bethune Kickman game.
2: That's number that's one. The,
1: that's the October twenty seventh. That's what we're trying to figure out early in the yeah. show who they replaced for their bye week. They uh, they couldn't get Akron on that date, so that's who they went and paid eight hundred k to. Two and ten. Where's the second win?
2: Illinois at home. You sure? Is Rice back? <laughs> if Rice is back for the Illini, it might be a different oh, conversation man, too.
1: Trent boy it's it seemed like rock bottom that that game and nobody shedding a tear outside of one nope. state in the 40 in, in the 50 there's 49 fan bases or 49 states with fan bases that uh are loving every minute of this uh we'll come back uh i loved every minute of the uh golf yesterday we're going to recap that i had a tear in my eye watching tiger woods walk up 18 i don't mind telling you it was amazing amazing theater Does he move the needle, somebody asks on Twitter? No, he is the needle. Uh, That was phenomenal. Matt Rudy joins us next. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2, 1700 KBGG.
5: News, talk,
0: sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700KBGG.com.
6: a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home.
0: From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place in downtown Des Moines. Ladies, don't miss our Friday night kickoff dinner, Women and Whiskey,
6: featuring a five-course dinner, whiskey pairings, and great entertainment. Women in Whiskey proudly benefits our amazing sponsor, Susan G. Komen. Tickets on sale now at DSMWhiskeyFest.com.
2: This flu season, one Walgreens flu shot can make a world of difference, so you can protect yourself and also your close-talking co-workers, help, high-fiving neighbors
0: two-month-old niece. That's why Walgreens has specially trained pharmacists that have provided over 60
3: million flu shots since 2010. Stop by for your flu shot today with a $0 copay with most insurance, because protecting the world starts with protecting yours. Walgreens, trusted since 1901
0: 59649816 Anthony Towing Your
2: Reliable Towing A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house so it's important to keep it working smoothly especially as winter approaches At Advanced Door Systems we service all garage door brands even if you do not purchase the door from us Visit our website ads-doors.com that's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer Advanced Door Systems The right door, the right way. (laughs)
6: the arl second chance ranch is a safe haven for horses rescued from abuse neglect and abandonment it is also a temporary home for other barn animals waiting for new loving families join us at the main event on october 12th as we celebrate all the barn animals that are currently in our care and all those that have found new homes dance along to live music while enjoying dinner among the horses at the arl's barn and arena get your tickets at arl-iowa.org main event
0: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
1: And hey, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I take you up until 2 o'clock. Coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, Dylan Mons from the Ames Tribune will be here. We will uh, check in on Iowa State. Matt Campbell had his teleconference from earlier Uh, We'll do that. Bama Bob and Nick Athen. Well, I saw this tweet yesterday, and I forgot all about this portion of the story. 543 days ago, Tiger Woods couldn't even tie his shoe because of severe pack pain. He was likely addicted to pain medication. The cops told and told the cops he thought he was in California when he Mm. crashed his car into a guardrail in Florida uh Matt Rudy Golf Digest joins us just a remarkable remarkable Matt I'll be honest with you um and maybe you did too but I had uh, I had tears running down my my face watching that uh watching that 18th hole yesterday and for the first time since I can recall watching golf in September period uh it was appointment TV it was unbelievable Matt Rudy how are you
5: I'm great how are you guys doing uh it was definitely uh, appointment TV and when you can get top billing over the NFL on the front pages of all the big sports websites, that's certainly an accomplishment. And uh, I know we've talked all through the year, the way the way Tiger has played through the summer has proven that he had it in him to win a tournament. You know, he's been knocking on the door, he's done some really good things, and it was always some little piece of his game that was missing. If the, the putting was missing, or he, he couldn't hit his driver in the fairway, and this week he, he found all the pieces. And, and there was... It was amazing to see, and what was really cool about it is it shows you how much pent-up uh, demand, for lack of a better word, there is for for the, the personality, you know, for the for the guy. And, and, you know, he moves the needle unlike anybody else in the sport. Uh, you can win two majors like Brooks Kepka did, and, you know, you get some applause, And <laughs> but when you're a Tiger and you show up and win the tournament, it was like everybody on earth showed up to watch the tournament.
2: What changed for you with this victory? We've seen the last two majors, what he did at the British and the PGA with this victory against this field. What changes when you look at Tiger now going forward?
5: Uh, Nothing changes for me. I I think he's still the same player. And uh, I think the reality, given that he's 42, he's had back fusion, he's had knee surgery, he's got a lot of mileage on the clock, I think the reality for Tiger is that he's one of, 20 or 25 players that are terrific and they can win a tournament at any given time. And there's no, there's certainly no shame in that to, to do, for anyone to expect that he could do what he did before when he was 25 years old, I mean, he's, he's almost 43. It's just not, I mean, it's just not yeah, in the cards. I, I believe to dominate the way he did. However, if you look at the way the schedule, you know, look, it turns out for majors next year, you're talking about a lot of golf courses he likes. You're talking about a guy who's confident because he's won now. Uh, you're talking about somebody who was the greatest competitor on the golf course meeting of all time. Those intangibles are certainly powerful. You know, they're they're valuable intangibles to have. But also, don't forget that Rory McIlroy hit the ball 40 or 50 yards by him off the tee. I mean, that, that that's another reality. Uh, you know, they say the, the father time doesn't stop for anybody, and that's still true. I mean, he's going to have to manufacture. You know. Some game and Mickelson's certainly been competitive into his mid 40s and late 40s. It's not that it can't be done, but it's going to have to be with uh, going to have, have to be the crafty right hander as opposed to mm. you know, somebody throwing 100 miles an hour, you know,
1: from pitch number one. Mm. Well, you're a Michigan guy. Remember Frank Tanana was that guy. Remember he threw 100 <laughs> miles an hour. Exactly. He had to learn how to pitch again. For us old guys, Matt Rudy, we remember <laughs> those guys. Hey, you know what? The, the young guys were they impressed me. Uh, his peers. Uh, in congratulating him via Twitter, and almost all of them, Matt, thanking Tiger, for not coming out and saying for making us millionaires, because you've got to have the game to do that, but obviously making golf as profitable for them as, as it is, the opportunity for guys to reach out on Twitter and, and thank them for what he's done for them uh, struck me.
5: Oh, sure. I think I think those guys would have been millionaires, but thanks to Tiger, they're 10 millionaires. Right. I mean, the. the, the, the the attention and money that he brought to the sport, you know, from from advertisers that were outside of golf. You know, you, you're always going to get the equipment companies, you know, the OEMs that, that sell golf equipment, they're always going to be involved in the sport. But when you've got someone like Tiger involved, you've got these gigantic brands and you bring the, the viewers and the money. And um, he's created a nice life for an entire generation of players. And honestly, that piece is probably what's made it hard for him to go and, and dominate or to win tournaments like he would have before because, uh, because I think he's brought so many more athletes and a lot of great players into the game who might have otherwise played a different sport. I think that just makes uh, tour golf deeper and harder to win and to dominate on than it's ever been. That's great for the sport, but um, I don't think you can be the you know the Justin Leonard or you know, the kind of crafty player who's been hitting it shorter than everybody. I, you know, just, the reality is someone like Justin Leonard or someone like Cordy Haven they're just not going to be winning majors anymore. You're going to have to be a, a a tall, strong athletic player who bombs it. Uh, And, and, and I think what Tiger's looking at is, you know, now, you know, Francesco Molinari won a major last year. He's not a physically dominant player. Jordan Spieth is winning majors. He's not physically dominant, but the, but those guys are still hitting it 300 yards. You know, they're, they're still doing enough speed wise to compete. And now he's got to, I think, maintain his health and, and maintain a short game like he has, and he seems to have found something with the putter. All those pieces you know, come together, and, and it certainly gives him chances to win majors. But but the, the days of winning four majors in a row or, or you know winning 10 or 12 events in a year, I think those days are over, both because he's in his 40s and because uh, tour golf is so deep now.
2: Is there any lingering concern with the skeletons in the closet, the demons that have been him in the past, that... You know, uh, an injury could send him down a bad road again. That's something like that could crop up, and we don't get the guy that we've seen here over the last few months.
5: I think that's always a concern because I, I just don't think there's anybody who's done what he's done with a back season. I mean, that, that he's playing at this incredible high level, swinging with a lot of speed. Um, I, I, we really shouldn't be surprised that Tiger Woods is the person who's doing things that nobody's ever done before. But that's really true it's a it's a he's a medical marvel right now and i'm sure he's got the best you know the best people money can buy keeping track of what he should be doing in workouts and what he shouldn't be doing and how to to marshal his time and i think the other piece and i know we've talked about it a lot on this show the other piece is is marshaling the the care and marshaling the marshaling the intensity and you know how much of this is he going to want to do? You know, how much practice is he going to want to do? How much pain is he going to want to go through? How much separation from his kids is he going to want to go through? As a hundred millionaire in age 42, you know, if he if he reaches the mountaintop, for example, and wins a major next year, where, where you know, what where, where does that put him in terms of the fire burning inside of him to keep doing more of it? That's the question I don't think anybody can answer. Um, does he want to go and have another five, six, seven, eight more years as a competitive troop player and try to break all those records, or or does he have some other goal that, that we don't know about? It's to prove that he can do it and get back to the top, and then not not be so concerned about the counting stats anymore. And I think that's honestly a bigger piece of it, and, and the biggest unknown, you know, more so than some of this other stuff, because uh, you know he's gone through a lot of trauma in his life. A lot of it has been self you know self inflicted. And you know, if he's going to therapy and doing all the things you have to do to become a better person, I'm sure those are conversations he's having in the room. You know, what what is it that makes me happy? What do I need to do? What you know, what and you know, what's the rest of my life gonna look like? You know those aren't sexy golf questions to to, to answer, but, but I think that's his reality now. You know, what 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 does he want to be doing for the next five years? Does he care about you know the champions tour golf? I my guess is he probably doesn't. Yeah. So, so is it about
1: maximizing one more year? Right. I don't think we'll see him at the Principal Charity Classic in downtown Des Moines. <laughs> Matt, we got 10 seconds left. Who do you like this weekend? you got the Euros or you got the Americans in the Ryder Cup? 10 seconds.
5: Boy, both teams are so strong. I'm really worried about some of the former, the American players. You know, I'm going to pick the Europeans. I, I, I'm, I, I think Tommy Fleetwood and Ian Poulter. Those are going to be my guys.
1: Good stuff. Matt, thanks for coming on today. appreciate it. You here Good to talk to you, Matt. Rudy Golf Digest as we wrap our, up our number one. Dylan Mons kicks off the second hour. Trent and
2: I are here until 2, 1700 KBGG. Catch the best in high school football each Friday night on 1700 KBGG with the Central Iowa Game of the Week starting at 7 o'clock on Fridays.
4: Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you are selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign and lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at CharterHouseIowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's CharterHouseIowa.com. E-Financial makes buying life insurance easier thanks to a mix of
0: technology
4: and personal service. When you call, our agents listen to learn your needs.
0: Then utilize our cutting-edge platform to search options from leading companies.
4: You get the right coverage at the right price thanks to our blend of
0: advanced computer algorithms and
4: plain old conversation. Get covered today. Call 1-866-244-5580.
0: Or visit efinancial.com.
4: Uh, that's efinancial.com.
3: This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and moi. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ.
0: And after The Voice, Please
3: fasten
0: your it's the premiere of Manifest, a plane missing for five and a half years, mysteriously returns.
2: No one on that plane aged a day.
0: The premiere of Manifest, tonight after The Voice on NBC.
2: Nothing is more important than your health and your connection with friends and family. And going for a walk is a great way to boost them both. On October 3rd, we invite you to join Iowans across the state for 30 minutes of walking and connecting with friends, family, and colleagues. But you don't have to wait until October. Go for an after-dinner walk with neighbors. Take a lunchtime stroll. Walk the kids to school. Then, on October 3rd, join fellow Iowans and get your walk on for 30 minutes. Walk more. Connect more. The Healthiest State Walk is presented by Delta Dental of Iowa.
3: This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and moi. Not to brag, but I am the returning
0: champ. And after The Voice, Please fasten your it's the premiere of Manifest. A plane missing for five and a half years mysteriously returns.
2: No one on that plane aged a day.
0: The premiere of Manifest, tonight after The Voice on NBC.
3: 1700 KBGG, Des Moines, a cumulus station, big news, big talk.